a new COVID strain on the horizon, rippling after effects of the withdrawal and a somber day to remember. Welcome. I'm Elias Zhang. I'm Cody Johnston. And this is Battle Cry Briefing. Red or green? It seems the question that New Mexicans so often ask has been answered. Red. With 239,000 positive cases of the coronavirus, thanks to what is being called the Delta Surge, nearly every single county in New Mexico has gone red. But there's a new variant on the block. The Mu variant was first discovered in Columbia, and has since been found to be in all U.S. states and Washington, D.C., with the exception of Nebraska. The significance of this new variant is that early studies have shown that Mu is a variant that has selected for genes that could make it somewhat resistant to antibodies generated by vaccines, though more evidence is needed to confirm this. According to the Associated Press, the Mu variant doesn't seem to be spreading quickly. It accounts for fewer than 1% of COVID-19 cases globally. In Colombia, though, it may be responsible for about 39% of cases. According to Dr. Fauci, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases and the chief medical advisor to the president, the Mu variant is not an immediate threat. Cody, from primarily the perspective of a student, what are your main concerns about a vaccine-resistant coronavirus strain if it were to be? My main concern is it would spread quickly through a vaccinated population. Um, I think most of my classmates are vaccinated and the vaccinated population doesn't wear masks as often as the unvaccinated population. And I really want to participate in activities my senior year. And uh, I'd be devastated if school had to get shut down again. Thank you, Cody. While the pandemic rages on across the pond, Operation Enduring Freedom has finally come to a close. U.S. forces have completed their withdrawal from Afghanistan on August 30th under a pledge from the Biden administration to complete drawdown by August 31st. Conditions in Afghanistan are worsening, with widespread poverty and economic collapse predicted in the wake of the crisis. According to the Associated Press, the U.N. development program outlined four scenarios for Afghanistan following the Taliban's August 15th assumption of power that predicts the country's GDP will decline between 3.6% and 13.2% in the next fiscal year. That is a sharp contrast to the expected 4% growth in GDP before the fall of the government. So on that article from Associated Press, did you uh, notice how the Taliban was holding their guns? Yeah, it's really interesting because in past photos of the Taliban that we've seen, they don't practice proper trigger discipline when they're taking their photos or when they're shooting their combat videos. Uh, When they're not shooting at anybody, they keep their finger on the trigger. Uh, That's not exactly safe because you could accidentally discharge your firearm and hit a friendly. Uh, But now, in the 2021 Taliban that we've seen, Taliban fighters are practicing proper trigger discipline, taking their fingers off the trigger when not in combat and not shooting at anything. This could have many implications. It might show that they've been trained by deserted Afghan National Army soldiers, or perhaps even foreign militaries, although that is a stretch. Currently, the poverty rate is 72%. And Connie Wignara, UNDP's Asia-Pacific director, pointed to many development gains after the Taliban were ousted from power in 2001. Per capita income more than doubled in the last 20 years. Life expectancy at birth was extended by about 9 years. The number of years schooling rose from 6 to 10. And women got into university. But now Afghanistan faces a humanitarian and development disaster in the making. In addition, more than 200 Americans were left behind. For them, it's going to be a thorny road ahead. The Taliban said in a press conference that they would be committed to the safe return of foreign nationals to their home countries, but there is no guarantee. Thousands of Afghan allies were also left behind. About 2,000 Afghan refugees arrived at Holloman Air Base in Almogordo on August 31st, with a planned total of 5,000. They've come with nothing but the clothes on their backs. 
Gavin Spitz, among other students at Socorro High School, are currently trying to start a community-wide effort to raise basic living supplies for the refugees. Gavin, could you tell us a bit about what you're doing? Yeah, um, so basically, in the past few weeks, uh, a couple of students, including myself, started the Community Service Committee, and our first task is to gather money and donations towards the refugees. Um, we aim to start our district-wide coin and donation drive the week of homecoming, starting September 27th. For donations, we're requesting loose-fit clothing and sandals of all cl- all sizes, preferably new. Other items include new hairbrushes, new nail clippers, new tote and gym bags, infant hygiene products, and new personal hygiene products like shampoo and dental care. For students of the high school and middle school, the coin drive will take place during your advisory class. And at the end of the donation drive, we'll tally it up and see which advisory class has donated the most money. And that class will be reward- will be rewarded with some sort of like ice cream party or something. Thank you for coming on, Gavin. I think it's really important that we raise awareness about what's going on in Afghanistan and help as many people as we can. The flag will fly at half-mast on Saturday, marking the 20th anniversary of the September 11 attacks. Terrorists from Al-Qaeda hijacked four planes. Two crashed into the World Trade Center, one into the Pentagon, and another was retaken by passengers and flight attendants and crashed into a field in Pennsylvania. Nearly 3,000 Americans were killed, first responders among the death toll. It was a day of horror, and yet a day where robust American resolve showed itself in force. We'd like to thank all the first responders on behalf of Socorro High School. This has been Battle Cry Briefing. Thank you for listening.